We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Do you ever feel like you're always on? What do you do when you need a moment to chill? How do you like to hit the reset button to get ready for what's next? These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nothing but nonstop hustle all the time. Work, family, friends, a million pressing social issues, and an expectation to be on 24-7. Sometimes you just need a moment to turn off and hit the reset button. That's when you reach for an ice-cold Coors Light, the beer that's made to chill. Listen, there's a lot going on in Green Bay right now, and I feel like we could all use a moment to chill with a Coors Light. See, Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's literally made to chill. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. Perfect for a moment to unwind. Coors Light is what I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in their all-new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado, and as always, celebrate. Hey Packaday listeners, it's Sarah Kelleher from the Wednesday edition of the Packaday podcast. As all of us are learning how to navigate through what are some unprecedented times, our team here at Packaday, as well as the team at Cheesehead TV, will be joining forces to help those who need it. With recent COVID-19-related school closures, job disruptions, and health risks, millions of Americans will turn to local food banks for much-needed support. Together, our teams are raising money to benefit Feeding America, the nation's largest domestic hunger relief organization. Our fundraising campaign will run through March 26th to April 3rd, and all proceeds will go towards Feeding America's efforts to providing meals to those who need it across the nation. For more information, you can visit the Packaday Twitter at Packaday Podcast or check out any of our team's Twitter profiles. We hope you'll join us on our week long effort to support those who truly need it. Thank you in advance for your contribution. Thank you for always listening. And as always, go Pack Go! Twenty minutes a day, 365 days a year. This is the Pack-A-Day Podcast. Welcome everybody to another edition of the Pack-A-Day Podcast. Thanks again for joining us today. My name is Dan Kotnick. Joining me today are my usual partners, Matt Fraley, Janelle Mackey. Guys, how are we doing? This is the first time I've gotten to talk with you guys since we've been on, under uh, quarantine yeah. lockdown. How have All you guys been hanging in there? We've been, we've yeah. been pretty good. Like, Janelle, yeah. how have you been? Yeah, I'm good. I guess I didn't even realize. I think I've lost my sense of time. So I don't even realize how long it's been since we talked to Dan. 
Because, like, some days feel super long, some feel super short. I don't know. I don't even know what day it is. I think we're actually recording on a different day, right? We're recording Sunday. I think so. You still got it. Yeah. I'm working on it. Time time is nothing to me now at this point. (laughs) Um, But we're here uh, talking Packers as we do every single day here on the podcast. Um, Before we jump into uh, our little... Uh, bit today that I think we're going to have a lot of fun with and I hope fans have a lot of fun with too. Um, Some Packer news, I guess more so uh, some NFC news. Geronimo Allison, former Green Bay Packer, is now uh, trading in his green and gold for Honolulu blue and silver and becoming a Detroit Lion. Um, And I haven't gotten to dive too much into the, the contract details that much but it looks like it was a very team friendly deal at least from what i was kind of seeing at at first brush um i think if what i was kind of reading i'm I'm trying to was trying to pick up uh, some of the tidbits that i was seeing i think he went for less than what devin funches came in for really see i didn't Um, see the contract yet i haven't looked i'm looking it up right now but that would that's interesting like i i who like Side by side, contract aside, like don't even worry about the numbers. Like, who would you guys rather have, Geronimo or Devin Funches? Or is that? That's a a tough one. I mean, Allison. If you asked me about Allison, maybe like two years ago, but he kind of seems like he's been struggling a little bit more. But he's also been one of those really reliable players for Rodgers. So. It's hard to compare somebody who has shown so much for the team to somebody who we haven't seen anything yet for the team. So I hope that it's better, the right yeah. idea, though. I hope that it's the right trade and that bringing for in sure. Marcus and getting rid of Allison, hopefully that's what ends up being the best scenario. And it looks like it was a veteran minimum for uh, Allison's deal. Wow. Was it a so one-year or two-year? or Yeah, one-year one deal. That's what I thought, but I couldn't remember. I was like, one-year, that just seems so... I don't know. I feel like he could have got something better. Well, see, that that makes you think right away that the Packers win out in that scenario because if a guy if a guy like Geronimo Allison is getting a veteran minimum kind of contract on the open market like that, you know, that that means that he's not getting anything else. Or, or at least that's at least that's how I kind of feel it. There's, there's no one else was really interested in getting a, more. Like I thought that he would have had better offers though, because it's not like he's a bad player or anything, and he's proven himself over the years. So it's just to take minimum and go play for Detroit. It just seems kind of like the tail end of a career. Absolutely, and I think you have to take into consideration just where we are with the coronavirus. Like I think it's. I think people are going to get paid less as far as free agency goes. And I also think that the receiving class for the draft is just phenomenal. So you're not going to pay Geronimo Allison a ton of money when you could go and draft, you know, one of these guys, second, third, fourth round, have him contribute day one. And he's physically more gifted probably than Geronimo. That's true. Yeah. That's a good, that's a good point. And, you know, and two, let's, let's also be real. He wasn't, it's not like he's a number two guaranteed like wide receiver. I mean, he was playing that in the Packers system because that's what they needed him to be. Um, you know, with the talent that they had around the rest of that wide receiving core for a while. Um, 
but really like on on most NFL rosters he's at best like a, a, a top three wide receiver sure. um but like even in the free press they when the deal got released like they were like saying that the the Lions made a deal to round out the four and five position in their wide receiver core like they're they're slotting him already at that number four and five position but I guess when you think about two with the wide receiving core that they have there already they've got Danny Amendola they've got Kenny Galladay who's becoming a rising star in the NFL and they've got um Muhammad Sanu as well so he's not better than those three wide receivers so mm-hmm. I guess to bring in a guy like that that is going to just fill out the the depth chart basically maybe he flourishes in a position like that maybe it's kind of like a Devin Funches situation where he just needs a different opportunity yeah and they also flourish. have Marvin Jones too don't they yes so that's already four guys that have security and on dra- the team almost yeah. and and they drafted TJ Hawkinson last year like he he's a, mm-hmm. he's a pass grabber yeah, yeah. It'll, it'll be interesting to see kind of what he gets. And, it's, yeah, especially you brought up Galladay, who had a, tre- a tremendous season last year. And you know that he's going to be the number one. And, I mean, you got Jones and Amendola, who are obviously star receivers for that team. And, I don't know, maybe they're hoping Allison can bring something different. And hard to say, though. Yeah. Or I, think wanna, I, I think I misspoke. I think I misspoke. I don't think so. so. <laughs> Yeah, I I don't think Sanu is on that team. I think I I flipped him and Marvin Jones uh, as former Falcon wide receivers that made made, made their way past Atlanta. I think you're right. I think Marvin it's Marvin Jones, Amandola, and Kenny Galladay in that that three that tandem in there for Detroit. Um, but yeah, either way, uh, we'll see Kenny Galladay twice a year again. Um, joins in another list of of Packer Packer uh, send offs making their way to the other parts of the NFC North. Is that like, do you think that that's, that plays into it at all? Do you think that there's any kind of um, resentment or, or, uh, or payback kind of mentality that goes into a lot of these? Cause it seems like we see a lot more of these recently. I don't know if it's recency bias or, or what, but do you think that plays into it at all? I think there's like a vendetta type thing. Yeah. To like want to come back. And like, I also think, teams are familiar with these players too that are they're bringing them in like they get to see them twice a year sure. as well so it's and at the end of the day it's kind of like that whole bill belichick uh eric mangini thing where they kept like swapping players like a decade and a half ago like it was constant like danny woodhead went off and like the jets once and came back to the page it was like there's just this like tactful way you can do it to gather information then let a guy go or it's just it works i don't think geronimo is just a a spy or just a facilitating information that way I think you can still play but you do see that quite a bit too yeah it kind of makes you wonder especially because of the money that he took like he's obviously not making a lot of money will he just kind of do whatever earn his paycheck um I don't know yeah we because we were talking before we hit the record button uh we have Allison going to the Lions you have Graham going to the Bears so it's just a lot of in-house stuff circulating here but we haven't not this year. Last year we did take Amos, who was a bear. But, mm-hmm. yeah, just there's always just so much within the division, it seems. I'm just kind of waiting to see who the Vikings are going to snatch up from us. Because <laughs> they always do. They always get at least one. But, yeah, it's just you kind of wonder what these players who kind of circulate their way through the NFC North kind of think about, well, I'm playing former teams twice a year now. Is it going to be, oh, I have to show them what they're missing out on? 
do they have that kind of revenge taste? I don't know. It's it's really interesting. We don't really play a lot of, like, we didn't have to play. Did we? Was Randall Cobb with the Cowboys last time we played him? I can't yeah. remember. He was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 It's like those weird things, like, we're going to end up going and playing Detroit twice this year and have to see Allison the way we saw Cobb in a new jersey after having such a familiar sight of him on our side so it's just one of those yeah it's awkward for a fan too (laughs) maybe the nfc north is that great i mean haha clinton dicks got traded out and then just came crawling back and signed with the bear like maybe it's just a good division to be in yeah maybe this is the one yeah maybe you'd rather take this division it's who knows unless we can get interviews with these guys we might never know the answer to these questions so speaking of uh, former Packers, we are talking about uh, all of the former Packers in this uh, episode today. Um, we are having ourselves a little fantasy draft. Um, the basis of it all is all-time Packers. If you've worn a Packer jersey in a professional setting, not being drunk at Lambeau doesn't count. Um <laughs> You are eligible for this list. Uh, we're going to try and draft our the best team possible out of everyone that's played for the Packers. Um, we're going to focus on one person for each position. We've broken it down on offense. Uh, each of us is going to pick a quarterback, running back, wide receiver, tight end, and offensive lineman. Um, defensively, we're going to go defensive line, linebacker, cornerback, and safety. Uh, and then we'll round everything out too with a um, with a, a special teams player of some kind. I think we'll kind of we'll leave it very uh, ubiquitous about which uh, which player we'll we'll add to our special teams roster. So um, the draft order we've got set thanks to our random number generator helping us out. Janelle's going to pick first. I'll pick second, and then Matt will pick third, and then we'll snake draft it from there. Uh, we're going Matt me janelle and alternate we can pick uh any position group we want one player for each position group so once you've picked your running back wide receiver you're you you've got that filled um any order that we want um that's really all the the basic rule guys so uh 10 rounds that, right we're just filling the active yeah, roster right yeah just fill just fill the active roster yeah wow. i'm nervous i don't uh, know why i'm just <laughs> well janelle janelle was talking a big game she's like for, all right good i've got the number one pick all settled i know what i'm taking but then i have to wait five more picks <laughs> all right well anything there's no money on the table but i'm still just like ah oh, i have my players that i want and <laughs> all right well janelle um i don't have the little the draft noise but you're on the clock all right. Well, contrary to popular belief, I'm not taking Jordy with my first pick. I'm going to take Reggie White. Oof, solid, yep. solid pick. I did not want that's Jordy really... to have him. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the Mike Holmgren mentality of <laughs> don't don't don't. Uh, why worry about um, game planning against him if you can just have him on your team and exactly. don't worry about it anymore. <laughs> that's a good one. Good um. So I guess I'm going to go oh, man that that really actually kind of throws me off cuz I was, <laughs> I was expecting I was expecting everyone to go quarterback in the first round. The draft to do order now. is a shot. Oh draft yeah, it's a shot. Up. It's on fire at this point, yeah. <laughs> um 
I guess I'm just gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna kiss it, keep it simple, stupid, and I'm gonna go Aaron Rodgers with my my first pick. Oof. Okay. Okay. This is shaping up. I mean, I expected both those guys to go in the first two rounds, but I'm gonna stick with the strategy I had going into this. So we're gonna go uh, defensive side of the ball. Start it off. Got to get. Got to get the quarterback on the defense. We're going Charles Woodson. And we're going to have him play. Wow. Play, we're going to, we'll line him up at safety. In like that nickelback safety position. That's what we're going to we're gonna run with. So we're going Charles Woodson. And then we got to get. Oof. Man. I, stick with the strategy, Matt. Stick with the strategy. All right. We're going to stay on the offense. We're going to stay on the defensive side of the ball. And we're going with Julius Peppers, linebacker. Oh. Wow! That came out of left field. I like it. He was not even on my radar. I I just that think like those two guys. Pair, I like it. I, I've all right. I, like it. I made the pick, so we'll see. Wow, that that is a money ball strategy, man. I like that. That's <laughs> that's good. Um, I mean, I'm I'm going. I'm going like straight offense here at the, at the beginning, I think, because I think there's a guy out here that's criminally underrated um, by the rest of the NFL um, in terms of historical uh, significance when they talk about the position. And so I've got Aaron Rodgers at quarterback, and I want him throwing just deep route after deep route to James Lofton as my Ooh. wide receiver. That tandem. That's nice. Yeah. All right, so that puts Janelle. Me... You got the back to back now. Back to back. Okay, no surprise here. I'm gonna take Jordy as my receiver. Okay. And that's not just because I'm obsessed with him, but he actually has good stats too that uh, make a case for him. And then I'm gonna jump back to defense, and I'm gonna take Leroy Butler. As... Very nice. Oh, what position I want to put him in? I'm gonna put him safety. All I right. wanted Charles Woodson. I had both of them listed, but I had a feeling Charles Woodson was going to go really early. It felt good so, to pick him. It really <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to go here with my third pick. I'm going to go. I'm going to go defense for the first time, and I think. Let me think. You guys. Yeah, I think I think there's a lot on I think there's a there's a lot of depth at all of these positions, so you really can't make a bad choice. No, you really um, can't. I think I I think I'm gonna just take the the like a no brainer again at linebacker. I'm gonna take Ray Nitschke. That's good. Ooh. I mean, that's a that's a that's a third round steal for for Ray Nitschke. Well, I he was on my radar. Yeah. <laughs> mm. I like that pick. That's. I had, a, I had about 10 guys wrote down before the draft that I definitely wanted, and he was in the top few. So, well done, Dan. All right, we got to get we gotta get something on the offensive side of the ball. Dan and I are in either end of the spectrum with our drafts here. I got to get a yeah. – I got to get something. Uh, I like the James Lofton pick. I like the Jordy pick. Those are two real dynamic offensive players. So, we're going to there, – there, there are two really good wide receivers – Sitting oh, out there, a, that you get to pick couple. Your team. There's a couple, yeah. and I, I like. You can just kind of sit on the wide receiver, though. 
Because, well, yeah, at this it, point, well, yeah. Again, that was kind of my mentality with a couple of For sure. So we're going to stick. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to start the wave uh, with this position. I think it's very important, especially uh, just in football in general for the last hundred years. Got to have a good linebacker, like Dan said, with Ray Nitschke. But you got to have a good run game. I'm going to pick Amon Green. Damn. Damn. <laughs> oh, I wanted him. I'm in Dan's brain right now. I can feel it. I can. Yeah, feel you it. are. This is this is to go real deep cut. This is this is when me and Matt played our Madden game a couple of days ago, and just right out of the gates, Matt was right in my head. Oh it no, was... <laughs> Dan, this was it... your idea, and you sound very frustrated with this draft already. <laughs> I yeah, I have to go receiver now. Ah, damn. No, I don't. I'm just like tight. Oh, D line. I'm not ready on a D lineman. I'm no heck yeah. I'm I'm breaking strategy. I'm picking Brett Favre. Whoa! I know who my quarterback is. Yeah. <laughs> I ha- it's just like to have Brett Favre, Amon Green, and Charles Woodson. That's fun. I like that a lot. That's good. So clearly that leaves Janelle with Don Mikowski as her quarterback, very clearly. I'm talking Tim Boyle. I don't know what yeah. you're talking about. <laughs> um, all right. I think I'm going to go I'm gonna, I'm going to stay I'm going to stay defense here. And I'm not going to go defensive line because I think I've got a couple guys there that I would re- I wouldn't mind having either. I'm going to go and try to fill out my secondary here. Um, and at cornerback, I am going to go, Ooh, which one do, um, I, cause I have a couple list here. Um, I am going to go Herb Adderley for my cornerback. Oh my so. God. I'm holding my breath. I'm taking <laughs> Al Harris. That's why I was nervous. Oh, I, oh, I thought about Al Harris. I oh thought about God. Al Harris. I, almost <laughs> I was so nervous when you said cornerback. <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking Al Harris, so got my safety and my cornerback covered. My defense is super strong right now. I should probably That's a killer defense. Alright, I'm gonna switch back to offense then and I'm gonna take Jim Taylor as my running back. Solid. That is a solid pick. So that leaves so really that leaves okay, that leaves my running back position pretty much decided, I think. Um, listed okay. and two of them are, I, I had a mon green two on mine but yeah I had I had three I, I went and I picked three guys that I would be I would be really happy with at each position mm-hmm. and you guys picked my first two <laughs> so I'm gonna uh, so I've got my third one already set so um so I think now I'm gonna go I'm gonna go safety here and for safety, I'm going to take Nick Collins. Ooh, that's a good one. Okay, okay. Got to think of the Super Bowl when you think Nick Collins. Yeah, right, absolutely. exactly right. What could have been, honestly, if he would have stayed healthy? Like, See, that he is the – I mean, is he the biggest question mark, like, in Packers history? Like, what could have been almost? Like, he's yeah, up there. He's definitely up there. I about the fact that he got flagged when he went to his knees. That was just, like – it still bothers me 10 years later that he got flagged and it's like he's celebrating the super bowl why would you do that but 
uh, I get like I think of that picture though with like Matthews kind of grabbing his shoulders and when I think yeah. when I think Nick Collins I think that picture right there. I Solid agree. pick. I agree. Uh, all right, Matt. All right, I got back to back again. Let's go. So I got to go stick on offense. Got to protect Brett Favre. We're going uh Forrest Gregg, offensive Ooh. tackle. Nice, good pick. And then we've kind of. Yeah, we picked Julius and Charles in the first, you know, back to back. We got to get back on the defensive side of the ball here. Um, man, corner. I have no idea what I'm going to do yet at corner. I feel like defensive line's a lot easier, so I'm going to stick with that. I'm going to go with Willie Davis. Ooh, solid. Yeah, that's. I feel comfortable with that. All right, so again, you guys have picked my top two players at defensive line. <laughs> well, Dan, if you just sit there and don't pick a D-line or an offensive lineman, I mean, no. you got all hey, the skill positions, Dan. The football <laughs> one and the Hey, hey, dude, I've got, I've got some plan, <laughs> I got some plans up my sleeve here for. Don't, don't worry about, don't worry wait. about me. I'm, I'm good. solid. I'm solid. <laughs> um, so I'm gonna go. I'm gonna attack my offensive line now. And since uh, Forrest Gregg is off, I'm going to go with Jim Ringo. Okay. It's my offensive line center. He can uh, orchestrate the entire offense there. I, I Yeah, I like that. I'll take Jim Ringo. All right, so is that me back-to-back then? That's you back-to-back. We're getting close to the end here. All, All right. right. So I'm going to go linebacker, which I don't think – either of you need so I can kind of take my time on it but I'm gonna go with mm-hmm. AJ Hawk Oof. he was All right. so fun to watch I remember him Clay Matthews and then Kevin Green I think was the coach the whole hair mm-hmm. team, the linebacker hair crew loved it and then I'm gonna go for my special teams early here and I'm gonna take yeah give me Mason wow alright all right. Because I do not know who else I would take at special teams. <laughs> <laughs> Don't want to lose it. <laughs> yeah, I love I love that pick um, of AJ Hawk. Actually, I didn't have him on my board, but I will defend AJ Hawk to the death. Oh, yeah. Okay. I think he I think he gets a bit of a bad rap because of how the way his the way he played near the end of his career. But you could argue in that Super Bowl year that when um, when Nick Barnett went down. And AJ Hawk. I was stood looking at Barnett and... too, but I don't know. I'm just drawn to Hawk. I loved him so yeah. much. Um. All right, so that's on to me now, and so I am going to. I, re- I mean, really, I'm almost at this point. I gotta go. I gotta go here. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go to my defensive line now, and. Uh, I'm going to take the gravedigger himself, Gilbert Brown. There you go. I always he's bit of he's bit of a Reggie White light, but uh, how can you not love a guy named Gravedigger? <laughs> I agree. And he's got his own burger. I mean, how do you? I mean, oh yeah, that's tough to argue. Uh, all right, Matt. Okay. I think are these are these your last two? Are no, these, are we I, up I got our last four. Ones? I got four picks left. Okay. So, okay. Um, yeah, I, I'm excited for the last couple of years. 
I'm gonna keep a couple in my pocket. I think I missed so position. Go... If you have four left, I think I forgot to uh, write down. Did you do offensive so gonna... lineman? Yeah, I picked an offensive yeah. lineman. Oh, that's a position I forgot. Okay, I think I'm good now. Cool. So I'm gonna <laughs> go. Oh man, I I feel like the cornerback play really. No, this is the this is what it has to be. I'm going Willie Wood. Yeah, quarterback who we did a episode I think about the last time we were all together and he actually like when we were recording wasn't he didn't he like pass away or something like that I believe he, so yeah so was yeah so we're going Willie Wood at cornerback and we're gonna get a little uh we're gonna go uh receiver Sterling Sharp Ooh, I had Sterling Sharp on my list but nobody's better than Jordy <laughs> I'm I'm so excited for my last two picks I can't contain myself. <laughs> Um, you know, now that, okay, so the wide receiving group is, is closed out now. Um, did anyone consider, cause the other, my three picks, I had James Lofton, mm-hmm. I had Devonte Adams. Okay. Um, and I had Don Hudson. I was going to say, I'm surprised there was no Don Hudson, but. And Don Hudson, like I was looking, like he played multiple positions too. Like he played all over. So yeah, maybe it would have been a good. You could what theoretically about... draft Don Hudson as the kicker if you wanted. Right. What about <laughs> what? If, that's what we should have done. That's that would be. What about Donald Driver? I I thought about Donald Driver. Yeah. I mean, th- that's 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 the that's some of the beauty of this uh, this style of like drafting is that there are so many players that deserve to be being picked. And they just won't make it because there's so few opportunities. We'll have to talk about like honorable mentions at the end. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. So am I up now? I think so. Okay. Yep. So I've got, I've got my running back, my tight end, and my special teams guy sitting out there. Mm-hmm. So no one's attacked the tight end group yet. No. So. Man, I've got the pick of the litter here. Then um, I got to stay with I, I, just because for me, tight ends. I've never been able to like really do a great job of like evaluating, you know, like comparing over generations and and that kind of thing. So I'm gonna stick with the guy that I know and the the probably the best tight end that I've watched play, and that's Jermichael Finley. Again, what could have been? Exactly. Yeah, I've got, I've got the all, the all uh, could have been team. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I gotta think here for a second. I got. Janelle's still got. I mean, I guess she already knows her quarterback is. Yeah, I know my quarterback. Yeah. I'm just like the tight end position just had me stuck. So it's just kind of oh, like, yeah. who, do I want, who do I know well enough to want to pick? Like, I, Jermichael Finley was up there in my mind because, obviously, like, that era of the Super Bowl. But, I don't know, he just, I had some off moments with him just not trusting him with the ball. So, I think I might have to go with, oh gosh, I'm going to skip tight end for right now. I'm going to come back to that one. Um, I'm going to do my offensive lineman. Did either of you take Chad Clifton? Uh-uh. No. Okay. He's my 
linemen. That's a solid pick. And then, so I have time to think about my tight end. I'm going to do Bart Starr, obviously, as my quarterback. All right. Okay. I got to think on this tight end. <laughs> I really wanted to pick one of those offensive linemen from like the early, mid-2000s Packers right. teams. I almost felt it was sacrilegious not to pick an, an offensive lineman from the Lombardi era, though. <laughs> exactly. Um, all right, so I still have my running back sitting out there. Okay, I'm just going to – I'll uh, – yeah, because I don't think anyone's going to take my special teams guy. Neither do um, I, so I'm – Oh, this – oh, that'll I'm be good. Matt's going to pick Dan's guy right before he can. That's exactly what's going to happen. <laughs> I know it is. Um. Yeah, I'm gonna stick with. I'm gonna go with my, my running back. Um, I'll take Paul Horning. There you go. Dan has got a really good balance between just 2000s, current, 50 <laughs> years ago. Like it's it's solid. Okay. All right, Matt. Are you ready to crush my soul? Yeah. So I have a tight end and special teams. And I'm gonna be honest with you guys. I think there's gonna. We'll see how you guys feel. So we're going. We're going tight end first. I'll let Janelle even squirm more in her seat with having to pick her. But uh, there's a few notable names I think I could have gone with, but I'm gonna stick to someone that I really, really always appreciate his game and how versatile he really was, and that's Spencer Havner. I'm picking him as my tight end. Wow. Really? Yes. Over Absolutely. like over Bubba Franks, I thought about Jackson. I thought I I just like Spencer Havner's game. Like what if he got into a car accident? What would have been like he he had a phenomenal few years. He played special teams. He worked himself up to the linebacker. He caught a bunch of touch a bunch five six touchdowns. Like <laughs> I just like a guy that can play multiple positions. Okay, which segues me to my special teamer, and that's Taysom, oh, Taysom Hill. Okay, God. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> but that's. Damn, that's a that's a really good one. I never would have thought about that, but that's that's a really smart pick. That's um, my squad. I'm, that's I don't know solid. if it would get, I don't know if it would get W's because I have Brett Favre and just a bunch of guys that can play and be fast and big. But I don't know. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Um, all right. Though, so then to fill out my roster with my special teamer, um, I am going to go with a guy who. If I'm not mistaken, I was trying to confirm this, but um, I was having trouble figuring. I was trying, having trouble finding the official record book for the Packers on their website, which they used to have up there. Okay. But when I actually got to interview this guy for an old job of mine, and when I interviewed him, he was currently at that time tied for most special teams touchdowns in Packer history. And that is my boy, Micah Hyde. Interesting. Solid solid pick. Punt return, kick, mostly punt return, but I think he might have had a kick return thrown in there too. Micah Hyde's one of those guys where I still shake my head as to why we let him go. Yeah, I'll never forgive Ted Thompson for that. I don't understand. Yeah. Letting him and Hayward walk in the same year. I was just like, those are two guys I loved watching. Yeah. Hayward especially. That was mm-hmm. a no-brainer. All right, Janelle, quit stalling. you got to pick a tight end. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
I picked my tight end, and then you asked Matt, oh, you sure you don't want this guy? I picked Bubba Franks, and then you kind of like, Matt, you sure you don't want Bubba? And I was like, please don't take him, but I go with Bubba Franks. There was a couple okay. kind of like uh, more in the past couple years tight ends that I was considering, but kind of like last 10 years were the tight ends, but I mean, you look at Bubba's stats, and it's like, you got to take him. Who, how can you not like a guy named Bubba? Exactly. All right, so let's let's recap real quick. Um, all of our teams. So um, I'll start. So I had Aaron Rodgers, Paul Horning, James Lofton, Jermichael Finley, Jim Ringo, Gilbert Brown, Ray Nitschke, Herb Adderley, Nick Collins, and Micah Hyde as my special teamer. Um, Matt, do you have yours all together? Yeah, for sure. So quarterback had Brett Favre, then I got Amon Green, Sterling Sharp, Spencer, Duct Tape, Havner, Forrest <laughs> Gregg, uh, to round out the offensive line. Defense is on the side of the ball. We have Willie Davis with his hand in the dirt. Uh, linebacker, Julius Peppers, cornerback, Willie Wood, and safety, Charles Woodson. And on that special team's third aspect of football, Taysom Hill. Okay, I just nice. wanted to start off by saying before I read mine, I'm really upset because I picked one then right after I wanted to change it. Um, so I have Bart Starr as my quarterback, and then my offensive lineman, I can't believe I didn't pick Kramer. I don't know, like, it was as soon as yeah. I was picking Chad Clifton, and then I was like, oh my gosh, what am I doing? Jerry Kramer is right there. So if I can switch, I would love to take Jerry Kramer instead, and then... I have Jim Taylor running back, Jordy as my wide receiver, Bubba Franks at tight end, Reggie White as my defensive lineman, AJ Hawk as my linebacker, Al Harris at cornerback, Leroy Butler at safety, Leroy Butler at safety, and then Mason Crosby is my special teamer. All right, I think we're gonna put this up uh, on the Pack a Day podcast Twitter. Uh, throw those up there. See what you guys think. Let us know um, who we missed out on. Who's got the best team? who's got the worst team, who, you know, whatever. Uh, Matt, I got to give, I got to give Matt props. Like you went, you went way off the board that I, you know, in a style that I just had no, I I didn't even think like to cross my mind. Like there are so many good Packer players that like spent maybe one or two seasons and, you know, are amazing players, but we're really only there for, you know, a short period of time that still count toward, you know, still the count. overall. I still count. I mean, there could have been some, we could have gotten really, really wild with it. There could have been some <laughs> potentially, I mean, I was thinking of like receivers who, like someone like, uh, rest in peace, Terry Glenn, like you could have, mm-hmm. he's just a, like, obviously he's not, I don't think he even gets in the top 10 receivers the Packers ever had, or like a Javon Walker, like guys that like, Again, what could have been? They were very special, talented. But yeah, no, it's. Uh, I enjoyed this. This was fun. I mean, you could have even if you if you were are making the argument that these players are at the peak of their, you know, performance. You could make the argument that Jimmy Graham is your number one tight end. Ooh, see, there you go. You know, bad taste in our mouth, but yeah, that would have made sense. Right. Right. Cool. All right. Well, that was, yeah, that was a lot of fun. Let us know what you thought about it. Uh, we want to hear from you guys. That's exactly yeah, what this is let, for. Let us know who had the best team, but also come up with your best snub team. Like, I want to see honorable. Yeah, I want to see that. Yeah, because I know there's a lot that we talked about that absolutely didn't get picked so, on either of our teams. So. Just one more thing, like, 
we all obviously it was the no-brainer position of quarterback but who's the number four quarterback that's the one that i want to know simple the most hit me it's matt flynn absolutely (laughs) (laughs) oh man what about Oh gosh! Now, now Dan's got me thinking here. Like all the quarterbacks that like sat think behind Favre, right? Like, You've Tim got Hass- Hasselbeck. Like, you Hasselbeck. Yep. Yeah. yeah, dude. There's you can get you can get really wild with this. You could get no- think oh, about, you could like think about uh, Scotty T, of course. Scotty. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Just trying to think of like the five quarterbacks we went through that one year when Rodgers was hurt. Seneca right. Wallace. Yeah, Seneca Wallace. <laughs> Yeah, if he's the poster this, child. If you're doing this for Madden, Vince Young is my quarterback, hands down. But... <laughs> oh yeah, that. See, I was like, like, because I literally think the the like, the first thing I thought of was like, I was trying to think of just off the wall stuff, and I was like, well, Cedric Benson was here for a hot minute. Like he would have been in there. Yeah, there's you could literally go on and on about all of those. So yeah, let us let us know. Um, you know, biggest snubs, who we missed out on, who had the best roster. Uh, we want to hear from you guys at Pack a Day Podcast. Make sure you subscribe, rate, and review the podcast. Um, all three of us are on there as well. Uh, you can find me at DK all the way. Guys, where can they, where can, uh, they find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Matt underscore Frey underscore. That's at M-A-T-T underscore F-R-A underscore. Uh, Janelle, where are you on Twitter? You can find me at Big Mac underscore four. Mac is M-A-C-K. Um, and so before we finish this up, a couple things to plug. Um, the less serious one, Matt and I um, are doing kind of a fun thing over on YouTube. We're uh, simulating the 2019 Packers season again on Madden, this time with uh, new free agent signings and trades and everything else like that. We just ran our, fir- our third game uh, today. It will be posted up on Monday. Um where the Packers take on the Broncos and uh, yeah, a lot of new faces on both sides of the ball for each team. Um, that was a lot of fun. And we, we had a special guest on Matt. That was a lot of fun having uh, our boy 12 wood on for sure. Good. Uh, yeah. Good Wisconsin media guy, Jim Rome show contributor. Uh, yeah. He, uh, he knows absolutely nothing about video games. It sounds like. So that was cool. <laughs> yeah. So it was fun. That made it fun. <laughs> Um, and the other thing too, uh, I know that it should still be at the front of the episode. You guys hear about it, but, um, yeah, we're still, uh, raising money right now through the end of the week with, uh, Cheesehead TV and pack a day podcast, um, our GoFundMe account for feeding America to help out, um, you know, people that are being affected right now, uh, more so than, um, you know, some of us are. Uh, especially, you know, like I'm, I'm in a very privileged position where I'm not really being that affected by it. So, Mm -hmm. um, there's a lot of people that are, um, and we're trying to help people out there. So if you could, anything that you can possibly help out with would be, would be greatly appreciated over there. Here's an update on that too. First of all, shout out Sarah, uh, for setting that up. That was really awesome that she came up with that idea. Uh, and we actually exceeded our goal guys within the first, like what? 18 hours, hours. whatever it was like we had a thousand dollars and it just exceeded that so now we're trying to get up to five thousand we're about just over a third of the way there so um i don't see any reason we wouldn't get there but every little bit counts so we appreciate everyone donating yeah you guys are awesome definitely just another just another example of of what packer fans can do um 
during any kind of time of crisis. So uh, check all that out, guys, and stick with us as we get uh, fired up here in April. We got a lot of big draft content, special stuff coming your way in the next month or so. We so won't, stick we with won't us. For, we um, won't connect for a while, guys. Yeah, We're I think exactly. I'm off in April. Dan, you're alone, and yeah, yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be some funky team. stuff. We'll see you on the other side. Yeah, yeah, really. We won't get to chat till May, so. <laughs> well, you guys will—you'll still have your YouTube stuff, but. Well, Janelle, you know what that means is you just have to join us on YouTube. Yeah, I guess. I, I mean, it's not like I do anything, anyways. <laughs> <It's>... <laughs> yeah. All yeah, right. I'd well, love to come see you with Melvin Gordon on the Broncos now. Love to come see the updated roster game. Yeah, it's been a lot of fun. It's been a lot of fun. Um, yeah. Geez. Until next time, guys. Uh, Stay safe, stay clean, wash your hands, and go Pat Go. Go Pat Go. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.